Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents The DFS Lineup Lock Hour Sponsored by DailyRoto.com Lineup Lock Live Game Time Decisions Red Heat and Rage Radio. I'm Gabriel Morenci. Cam Stewart is back. NFL football will be back on Thursday night. we got Major League Baseball here this evening. I really haven't put enough work into betting baseball uh, this week. I just really haven't had the time. I'm so focused on football. Uh, you know, it's too bad, too, because we've been doing really well in baseball this year. And ever since football arrived, and I've had a lot of personal stuff. We've been on the road, etc., so it's been tough to really dig in uh, with baseball, but we do know that the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays have been just smoking hot um, over over the last little while. So of course I step up and take the Rays last night, and I lose. <laughs> that's just yeah. you know, that's the, it's <laughs> they late dollar short, right? I hate yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, yeah. That. So uh, Jay Cotarizzi on the hill uh, for the Twins. I can tell you the Mets are five zero and one to the over in their last six. Uh, Mariners five and zero to the under in their last uh, five. But like I said, it's football right now. You know, like baseball fantasy leagues, season-long fantasy leagues, I've always said they should end in uh, August. N- nobody, um, nobody wants to be uh, worried about, you know, fantasy uh, baseball waiver wires and stuff, man, like right now when there's football going on. Let's just be real. But or, or, you can no still be killing it in DFS. Not just, I'm going to say, not just August, if you want to, like, even stretch it out, but it's kind of like what we talked about, you know, you talked about the NASCAR playoffs because you're a big NASCAR guy, me with the golf, right, because I'm betting on golf all the time. It's one of that, it's when that college football window starts there. That's, like, that's kind of an opportunity. Hey, baseball playoffs, you get all that stuff done by NFL week one, and then we're ready to go. I couldn't agree more because right now, you know, we're focused in on the college. You got the NFL. You got other things going on right now. Hell, soon NBA and hockey. So it would make sense even in early September, right, buddy? Right before the NFL kickoff, say, there's your playoffs done. But anyway, that's right, let's uh, talk, that's uh, the way they want to do it. Let's talk some NFL uh, DFS uh, right now. Adam Fickelstein uh, steps up and in and joins us. Um, you can follow. What's up, guys? You can follow him on uh, Twitter. What's going on? Let me just get your. What do you can say right now? What's your Twitter handle so everyone can follow you? What's going on? How you doing, man? What's your Twitter handle for everybody? Man, thanks so much for having me, guys. My my Twitter handle is at Top Ten Fandle, and I appreciate you guys letting me come on here for a little bit and just talk a little bit fantasy. It's what I love. You know what I love to do. I like the handle at Top Ten Fandle. I like it. You're ready ready to kick some yeah, ass. Top nice. Ten style, baby. <laughs> Top Ten. <laughs> So can I tell, can I tell you a little can I tell you a little story about that? The only reason why I named it was because I, when I first started doing Fanduel, 
I was always coming in the top ten, so I figured, hey, why not? Why not name it? <laughs> why not? Yeah, like, oh, that's that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> that's amazing. Um, as long as you were entering contests with more than ten people, right? <laughs> but I, only only five. I only do five. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, week two of the NFL uh, this week. It, it's. It's a tricky week because people are going to overreact to what they saw in, in the first week and sort of just assume that everything that happened in week one is going to happen over again. And I think yep. in some cases it can, but in other cases it won't. But let me ask you, what, what, what are you thinking when you look at the New Orleans and the Cleveland game? Because if you look last week, uh, you know a lot of DFS money was made by people that had there were, you know, it was like very few people had had Deshaun Jackson, but it had Deshaun Jackson. Ryan Fitzpatrick was a contrarian play, and he absolutely killed it. And, and, and you know, Michael Thomas had a big game, so now you get the Cleveland Browns going in there. And you look at Cleveland last, last week, Adam, and I was talking about with Cam. Tyrod Taylor goes 15-40 passing the ball, still ends up with like 25 DFS points in the game. He's just the type of guy, even if his stats aren't great, he's going to put fantasy numbers up. What's your take on the Saints-Browns game, and is it worth a stack, in your opinion? I definitely I definitely think it's a stack. Um, I actually love, love the Browns this week. I love Tyrod Taylor. I, I think um, Josh Gordon's going to get a lot, of, you know, a lot of throws, and I really like Landry. Um, Hyde could be kind of a sneaky pick on the bottom, but, you know, you flip that side over, and, you know, you got your Breeze. You got your Thomas. You got, you know, Camara, you, you can get all of those guys in with some with some you know some value plays on the bottom, but it's something you really really. I mean, Tyrod, I think I, I think I looked at it. He's about sixty six hundred. I mean, that's just something. He, it's like it's like a free square to me, you know, on a on a week like this. You know, for, I got to ask you too. And, and by the and by and the like way, that, that's I, a great point. By the way, I loved your uh, I loved your Le'Veon Bell point. I think it's definitely a business, and it's something that you know. Oh, were you hearing us earlier? <laughs> you heard us. Earlier. <laughs> he heard the gambling segment. Amazing. I've been listening all day. You know, I, I, it was, you guys, you guys do a great job. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. And yeah, listen, I love oh, Lou. Thank you. And I, I believe in teammates and all that. Yeah, stuff, he's our guy. Yep. It's not a Disney movie anymore, Adam. It's the real world. You know what I mean? It's a business. Let's just call it out for what it is. But, hey, you, are, you haven't been in the huddle for four decades. So yeah, on. I know, I know, I know. I, 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 <laughs> Sorry. That was you're, awesome. You're better than that. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we appreciate, we appreciate that, Adam. So what were you going to say, Cam? Go ahead. What did you have there, Cam? No, I was gonna. I, I was basically going to say I agree 100%. Gave a great point on the uh, exposure to the Saints and Browns, and some of those Brown players were going to get at an exceptional price, too, and they did really good work against uh, the Steelers in the second half. What about this game, too? Uh, Adam, we got uh, Pittsburgh and Kansas City. I see a lot of fireworks there. We see the the Cleveland. Uh, they racked up some yardage on Pittsburgh, and you got to believe uh, Kansas City. You saw what they did against the Chargers, too. A high scoring affair in Pittsburgh. I could see a back and forth, uh, heavy duty shootout there. What do you think about uh, Pittsburgh and Kansas City for exposure? Maybe uh, if people are going a different direction, that game might have stack potential as well. I think what concerns me with that game is basically Roethlisberger's elbow. Um, you know, I, I, I obviously you can take your usual suspects and you can take your Antonio Browns. You can take your, uh, um, um, what's his name? Uh, this, uh, 
Joseph Smith. James Conner? Oh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster. My God. I'm the worst with names, guys, so please bear with me. Um, I think, you know, obviously Connor has, you know, put himself in a good situation where he gives Roethlisberger a chance to hand off the ball a He's lot. more expensive this week, Adam, Connor, but it's worth it, isn't it? I mean, you look at the Chargers. They gave up 5.6 yards a clip. Gordon absolutely lit it up last week. I don't really see why Connor doesn't put big numbers up against them this week. And I'm definitely a big Mahomes guy as well because – I feel like coming out of Texas Tech, he just throws that. He has the, you know, the mindset to throw that ball. And with Tyreek, you know, getting, you know, on that side and Watkins on the other side, he has those guys. And he didn't really even use Kelsey last week, um, you know, and or even Hunt. So I mean, the, the guy has a lot of potential. I really, really like him a lot. And I probably this will be one of the games where I'm more on the Kansas City side than I am the Pittsburgh side, and only because of Big Ben. Only because of Big Ben. A guy that I took last week uh, was Christian McCaffrey. And, you know, I knew that Dallas, I know that Dallas has a decent defense. And I know they have a nice young defensive line. But I'm very high on McCaffrey coming into the year. Now you get the Atlanta Falcons pretty banged up. They do get the extended rest. Um, any, any thoughts on, on Christian McCaffrey uh, this week against uh, the Atlanta Falcons, Adam? I like, I like McCaffrey a lot. I think the only thing that that is, I feel like Cam just tries to make too much with the ball by, by like, holding the ball. He, he tries to run a little bit more. I would have liked to see him throw a little bit more um, deep balls to Funches last week as I had Funches a bunch of times, but uh, that didn't happen. But I really like McCaffrey because he gets those passes. He gets the runs. He, he gives you everything you basically need. So Adam, I want to ask you about Jay. Jay Ajayi, because the guy had two touchdowns in the opener, and yet I'm yep. looking at the prices of these guys, and you look, he's he's yep. below mix, and he's $6,300, and take a look at these other guys. Gabe mentioned it. Connor, $6,700. All these other guys. Barkley, 73 So he, 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 he seemed to get the goal line touches for Philadelphia, and then you're in a good matchup. Hey, we know about the Buccaneers. They score points, but they also gave up tons of points against the Saints. What do you think about him at 6300 bucks? He will definitely be in my lineups. Um, you know, it's so hard with the NFL sometimes. Like, we were, I was listening about the Atlanta Falcons before. You know, those two-headed running backs, they really scare me. I know, you know, you got Ajayi, you got Sproles, you got Freeman, you got Kevin Coleman. Like, you know, I've always been the person who, like, takes Kevin Coleman, and all of a sudden Freeman has the big game. You know what I mean? So it's kind of, you know, last week Ajayi shown a lot, and I think against, obviously, a bad temp, Tampa Bay defense, He's gonna he's gonna get his um, his shots. Foles didn't really throw the ball very well last last week, so I expect them basically to key on the run. So I will have a Jayu in my lineups and and hope that Foles stays away. I like I'm looking at the you know the, the, you look at that game the Philadelphia Eagles only three point uh, favorites. I think a lot of people as well might be a day late dollar short and think oh Fitzpatrick lit it up last week I'll take Fitz. Uh, this week, yeah. but it's a completely, completely different uh, scenario uh, this week. Um, let's talk. Let's talk some running backs uh, here, Adam. Who are some of the running backs that caught your eye this week? I asked you about McCaffrey, but who are some of the other running backs that catch your eye? Obviously, Kamara is at the top of the board, but he's he's very, very expensive. Um, any value backs out there? I mean, if Fournette's out, we saw Yeldon. Uh, uh, the Yeldon scored, but. 
They get the Patriots. I think the Patriots' defense is going to be better this year without the blowhard. Matt Patricia there. Derrick Henry really didn't give us anything in week one. That was a little bit uh, frustrating. Adrian Peterson was a big surprise uh, in week one. Um, you know, Mixon's not part of the tournaments because it's Thursday. But uh, talk to me about the running backs a little bit. Well, who are some of the backs that catch your eye this week? You know, again, with, with the with the two-back thing, it's kind of hard. I'm a diehard Jet fan, so Isaiah Crowell is somebody for me who I think I'm going to have in my, on my team um, this week. I really like Dalvin Cook, I think, for Minnesota, I, you know, against the Green Bay team. And, and by the way, I, will, I would take Minnesota, you know, against, against the Packers, whether Ford, whether um, Rodgers is in the lineup or whether he's not. I'm just that, that defense. So you like, you like them either way. Yeah, you like them either way in that game. Yeah, I really, really do. You're, you're um, a fantasy guy, but do you bet on sports at all, too? Like, you know, fantasy is your main thing, but do you lay it down just uh, on your own a little I, bit as well? I used to a lot. I used to, obviously, you know, when I was younger, I had a book. Uh, we, all, we all did it, but I haven't done it in a while. I haven't done it in a while. I'm so, like, still got one. DFS is your thing. Guy. You know, I'm a, I'm a Jersey guy, so I moved to Florida, and all of a sudden, now it's legal to bet sports in New Jersey. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's God, why I moved I to Jersey that. now. Exactly. Yeah, that, I, I've, been, <laughs> <laughs> I've been hanging out at the... I think I'm yeah, you got to come back. I'm going to have to be back. Yeah, yeah. I think, I've been hanging out over the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, at the Meadowlands. It's been a good time. you got to come down sometime, Cam. You can bet the ponies there at the Meadowlands, too. Oh, I can't, oh, I I can't wait to come down. It sounds awesome. We used to do that a lot. We used to go down to Freehold and bet uh, Jackie Moe at uh, the ponies. <laughs> All right, Adam. So. <laughs> but, um, I, think, I think for me, one of the guys that probably, and it might be a shocker to some, but might not be, I think I, I fade David Johnson this week. I, I really do. I think... I think um, Bradford, you know, was was awful last week. Um, you know, you know. Yes, they have Fitzgerald, but but the Rams' defense just looked really, really good, and it was something that I just, I think John, they they key on the run, and I think Johnson has a tough time scoring and getting a lot of touches this week. My opinion. Wide receivers, uh, wide receivers. Antonio Brown is at the top, and, you know, he threatened to break the jaw of a, of a reporter here, so he better, he better step up this week and, and back it up. <laughs> Julio Jones was a complete monster against uh, Philadelphia, so you've got some, some high-end options uh, right there. Uh, you got DeAndre Hopkins against the Tennessee Titans, and, you know, he finished with, like, you know, in, in a 15-point range last week, DFS points. Deshaun Watson and the Texans had a hard time opening things up in the first half. They started to get it going a little bit in the second half. I don't know if having Will Fuller back, and it's not a guarantee, but it looks like Will Fuller is going to play. So I don't know if having Will Fuller back stretches the field more for Hopkins and Watson. But what's your take, Adam, on, on this Houston Texan offense? They kind of stumbled a little bit out of the gate. But listen, the Patriots, I, I'm not a big Matt Patricia guy, so I think the Patriots' defense probably going to be better this year by default uh, almost. But what do you make of the Texans, and are you are you waiting for the big uh, break loose game for Deshaun Watson and company? Um, I definitely I definitely like Deshaun Watson. It definitely concerns me a little bit that um, Hopkins has a you know is questionable with a foot. You know that def- I know they always they always have to let everybody know, but that's kind of questionable for me. You know his foot injury. Um, obviously, I'm going to go against Tennessee a lot. You know um, I don't think their defense is very good. Um, you know, guys that I really like, obviously, I like Odell. I like um, Tyreek Hill. 
And I, you know, if you really want value, again, I'm a Jet guy. Quincy, um, I don't even know how to say it. Anudwa. Anudwa. I mean, he's 5,000 on FanDuel. I mean, that's like ridiculous. I mean, Darnold looks for him like every single time he throws the ball. So I feel like he's an absolute steal of 5,000. All right, Adam, thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us, man. You can uh, find him at uh, Top 10 uh, FanDuel uh, on, on Twitter. And uh, great, great stuff. We wish you the best of luck. I'll definitely be I'm following you on Twitter. I'm following you on Twitter uh, right now, so I look forward to seeing uh, what you come up uh, with. But thanks a lot for, uh, for hanging out with us, and we look forward to doing it again, Adam. Thanks for having me, guys. You be well. Great stuff. Uh, there's uh, Adam uh, Finkelstein uh, with us. Man, there's a lot of options this week, Cam. There's a lot, a lot of tricky there options. There sure is, Gabe. I, Tyreek Hill, too. He did so many things. He could do it in the, in the return game, uh, off the end of rounds. Uh, and he's still he, he's expensive, but not as expensive as he should be. I think he's going to be on a couple of my teams. I'm torn. I'm, you know, listen, I'm going to have a couple of lineups. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, yeah. go with that Tyrod Taylor. I'm basically going to stack. The, the Cleveland-New Orleans game and the Pittsburgh-KC game and, and hope for the best. And then there's always that team, you know, the game that you never expect that's going to be a track meet. But it's starting to come together a little bit for me right now. I like the Minnesota play, too. I don't care what it is. I'm on Minnesota this week with, with Rodgers playing or not. Just looking at them, I'm all in on the Vikings this week. Yeah, Wednesdays are overwhelming. It's like, you know, all the point spreads. you got to start, all right, get the picks in, and yeah. fantasy becomes realer. Game Time Decisions Lineup Block Live continues. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. You got it. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live. I'm the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. I want to thank everybody, all of our friends here at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got some fantasy sports to break down. Tomorrow night, NFL football is back, baby. We got the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. We talked about it earlier with my boy Gabe. Baltimore opening up today minus one, and now we're seeing reverse line movement as the Cincinnati Bengals have become one-point favorites in that game. We're going to have a showdown for you tomorrow night, and we're already talking about the NFL and guys that we're looking for possible stacks in the game. New Orleans, we're talking about the Saints. They score a lot of points, but they give up a lot of points. And the Cleveland Browns players as we mentioned, might be a little bit cheaper and very, very good to put in your lineup there. We got, uh, you know, Carlos Hyde could be a sneaky, sneaky play. He's very, very cheap. Josh Gordon had a touchdown in the game. Not as many receptions as we thought, but he also scored a touchdown, which is key. Hey, Tyrod Taylor, don't let the 
completions and attempts fool you. Those numbers are absolutely brutal. Can't get it done, but with his feet, a big, big touchdown there. That's the thing about him. If he's actually throwing the ball, plus you're going to get those yards with your feet, so he might be a sneaky play. I know Morenzi was talking about using him as your starting quarterback. A lot of people are going to go to Drew Brees this week. Expensive, but should be effective. As for uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick against the Eagles, meh, I don't think we're going to go down that road again. We talk about that. Doing, doing that two weeks in a row, that's a whole other story, but I really like the fact that we're talking about Cleveland Browns players from a DFS perspective cheaper and might be very, very effective this week. Yeah, the Cleveland Browns, um, the Cleveland Browns could be uh, could be a sneaky, sneaky gambling pick as well. I think a lot of casual betters are going to think, "Oh, New Orleans going to bounce back. New Orleans is going to bounce back and drill them," and they might, they might. But I think Cleveland's going to. They might give up a lot of points. <laughs> I see Mike Cardano yeah, tweeting. One thing we know about the Saints. Cardano's tweeting. You guys are talking about <laughs> NHL <laughs> hockey. No, at least listen. Settle down, Cardano. <laughs> no, we were, we were no, talking no, NHL no, hockey, no. saying it's too early for NHL hockey. See? So we, we talked yeah, about Yeah, that's hockey, what we did. We actually we, did the good thing. Yeah, but we said it was too early to talk NHL hockey. Yeah, yeah, we like, shut ho- down hockey, hockey. Hockey hockey can't be talked about. My policy is until it snows. Like, if it good snows, point. then, all right, it's it's hockey weather. Like, generally to me, hockey is, like, mid-December. Yeah, I know they start around Halloween normally. No, no, that's NBA starts at Halloween. NHL yeah. starts first week of October. Yeah. Yeah, that's too early. Exactly. It's too early. <laughs> it's like, hell, it's too like, early. I think the golf season is still going to be going on. Ryder Cup is next week, right? So, Gabe, I'll tell you something. I actually, uh, I was thinking because it's an off week on the PGA Tour and uh, there's nothing, but there is a tournament in uh, in Europe, so I actually put a lineup together. I know you asked me before, you got to do something. Well, hey, Twitch Championship is actually the following next week where the top 30 vie for the for the FedEx Cup, but I got I to gotta line up for the KLM nice. Open. Nice. The, dirty, the pride of the Netherlands, the Dirty Dutch, the KLM Open. Uh, so I got a lineup for, for that, and uh, I have uh, a baseball lineup as well. But as I told, as we talked about before, it's really tough to put these baseball lineups together. There's a lot of call-ups that are doing well, but some of them are uh, very expensive. Like I was looking at some Arizona players where guys should have been like 3,800 that are 4,600 dollars. It's uh, it becomes more difficult down the stretch, buddy, to put these uh, lineups together. But we got one for you. Yeah. Do you have the uh, the Kahuna's to put Josh Allen in a lineup this Sunday? No, that, I, I think that's. Uh, no, I don't know. Come to think of it. <sighs> It, it, it would probably be one of the most contrarian plays ever, and they're at home. If it was, if he was on the road, I wouldn't even like even like you. You throw that by me, I go forty six hundred dollars on draft. You know what? There's a lot of things you could do if you put him as your quarterback and he got the value for points. Think about all the other players that you can get with that price tag. You know what I mean? All the expensive receivers that you wanted and the running backs, you could really build a superstar well, team. Yeah, how, how do you think do, he's going to do? You think he's going to throw two touchdowns? I think he'll throw. I think he might run in a touchdown, and uh, yeah, I, I do think he'll throw for a touchdown or two. I think he'll get point value at that price point. I think he'll do very, very well. He's projected. Get, uh, he's what, projected what, to. Um, he's projected to put up like eleven points. Like he has the lowest. I think he'll do better than that. He has the lowest projection out of any quarterback according to Daily Roto. I think he'll do better than eleven. At, at eleven points, I do. So 11 points would basically be a touchdown and, you know, a couple of scripts. The thing with Josh Allen, 
I'm going to do it. I'm going to put him in as a contrarian in a couple of lineups here. The thing with Josh Allen that people don't realize is the kid is very mobile. He can run. Yeah, he's big. He can run. He's like a white I Cam know, Newton. We watched him yeah, run. He's like a white Cam Newton. Like he really, he's like six foot five, two hundred and fifty pounds, and he's athletic and he's not shy to run. And he's going to do anything that he can get, anything he can do to get first downs in this game. So I, he'll he'll take off probably quicker than he probably should even. But that'll help from a fantasy perspective. And if the game is a blowout, I don't see them pulling him and putting putting Peterman in. They just pull Peterman. No. Nope, so nope, it's, nope. it's going to be, well, this is the beginning of the growing pains with, with Allen. And he'll be out there all game. I know it's, it's very contrarian, but I got to tell you, man, how many people in the fantasy DFS world are going to play Josh Allen this week? One percent, not very many. Zero point seven percent. I'd say I'd say under under one percent. I'll give you another point. We know the the status. You take a look at the, the San Diego Chargers front four. Joey Bosa is probably going to be out again. No, he is out. That injury. We don't know if he's going. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so think about that. That's the thing. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's out. Yeah. He's, he's out for like a few weeks, right? So he's the key to the defensive line and the pressure that you get on the quarterback, and he's the one guy that could chase him down. Josh Allen there, hey, if his instincts are right, you start running, you talk about it. You could, Just like Tyron Taylor did, he got multiple, multiple fantasy points for that running touchdown against Pittsburgh. You don't think Josh Allen could do the same? Maybe a nice 14, 15-yard uh, scramble for a touchdown against the Chargers? Hey, and, 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 you, and you make a couple completions, I can tell you one thing, he's a hell of a lot cheaper than even Tyrod Taylor was last week because that's even more of a contrarian play. I like where you're going. Sometimes you got to think outside the box, and that's really thinking outside the box. Yeah, well, Josh Allen is cheaper than Brandon Whedon is. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> he really is. That's like, crazy. I, like that's Brandon Whedon, wow. like really. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, he's not playing. Yeah, he's got playing now. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's stupid. No, no. I, Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. If, if 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 you're going to disrespect the man that much, and I, I just love the fact that he's. I need some sleepers, though, Ken. I need some. I need some. I need some sleepers for this week. Like you know, we're talking like position. Yeah, there's a lot of well, running back, wide receiver. Um, okay. To to me, there's there's sort of there's a lot of the obvious. You know, all right, we're going to go with, you know, the Brown. Listen, the Brown, well, sleeper, Josh Allen's a sleeper. And, you know, taking some of these Browns are sleepers. But I need, you know, I'm trying to find someone that's, who's a nice, um, who's a nice $4,000 type of guy. And it's funny, and I always bitch about this. And I don't pretend to be the biggest, I'm not the biggest, you know, fantasy expert. I play DFS. I know football. But one thing I noticed about a lot of the mainstream DFS people, and I'm just, you know, I'm looking right now. Week two sleepers. So sort of mainstream media pops up. Sporting news. I respect sporting news. Actually, it's pretty good at fantasy. So sporting news pops up, but they're like uh, Jared Cook, week two sleeper. He's not a week two sleeper. He just had a big game on Monday night. Now everyone knows about it. He was a sleeper on Monday night. <laughs> that was when he was a sleeper. The fantasy guys, so many fantasy people and articles, now they're all talking, oh, pick up Adrian Peterson. It's like, son of a bitch, you should have wrote that article last Friday, and then you would have looked like a genius. Like, writing it now doesn't do anything for me. You know, like, it doesn't, oh, pick up James Conner. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Like, I, I know, like, I had a great game last week. Oh, Joe Mixon, trade for Neil. It's like, guys, I need to know what's going to happen, not already what happened. You know, that's what pisses me off about this stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and I got a guy for you, and he's a little bit over 4,900. You talked about the team. How about Carlos Hyde as one of your running backs or a flex against New Orleans? He's 4,900 bucks. Uh, he also got a lot of touches last week. Didn't really break one, but if he's going to get those type of touches against New Orleans instead of Pittsburgh, I can see some big.
big, big things there. That's cheap. I got another one for you that might be on your ra- uh, not really on people's radar. I think Tariq Cohen of Chicago against Seattle at $4,800, something to, to think about, too. He can get you points in return yardage, which was really when we did the Canadian Football League fantasy. That's important. He has the type of breakaway speed to, to, to really you know rack up the points, Gabe. We talk about Seattle. They're not the same defense as they used to be. I really like what I saw to Chicago against Green Bay. Now at home against a weaker opponent in the Seahawks. I think he's a guy to look after. And always sneaky, and people don't want to put him in because, you know what, because Henry's the main guy. Deion Lewis at $5,000 for Tennessee against Houston is a, a guy that's kind of caught my radar for the cheaper running backs I think you should look at. I'm looking at a cheaper wide receiver right now. Kid hauled in a touchdown last week. He only had four targets, but he caught three of them. Only 41 yards, but he averaged 13.7 yards a clip uh, on them. Finished with 13.1 DraftKings points. And it's Chris Godwin of the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I bring him up because I don't think Deshaun Jackson is going to play this week. And, you know, we talked about a sleeper last week. Man, Deshaun Jackson came out of nowhere. He, you know, the guy that won a million dollars on FanDuel, the daily, uh, the skip, uh, skip, uh, what is it, skip uh, bitter. Skip bitter. Um, you know, that's his, his handle. Skip bitter. Yeah, he won a million. He had Deshaun Jackson. Great handle. It was only owned by 1%. But Deshaun Jackson doesn't look like he's going to play. He's in a concussion protocol. He's banged up, hamstring. He's always got a hamstring issue. So Godwin would get elevated here. The only thing is, now you're getting the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, and it's going to be a lower scoring game than it was uh, against uh, the New Orleans Saints, but worth a look. The Philip Lindsay kid, you we talked about him earlier. He really came out of nowhere and lit it up, but I wonder if that's just sort of a that was just sort of lightning in a bottle. I'm looking at Royce Freeman here, Cam, and I know there's other backs that are better this week, McCaffrey, Connor, etc. But, you know, in a world in which you know you can do more than one lineup, obviously. I'm looking at Royce Freeman. Last week, 15 carries, uh, 71 yards. You know, not bad. Nearly five yards a clip in his first ever NFL game. And what I liked is late in the game, he looked fresh because the Broncos did a nice job of of mixing the ball up and getting it to different people. Seattle aren't, you know, Seattle's defense isn't as vaunted as it used to be, but it's still a decent defense. And he looked really good. Now you get a Raider defense that's kind of beaten up a little bit, Cam. And they played Monday night. It's a short week. They have to go to Denver with the altitude. I can see, I, I'm going to call right now. Royce Freeman's going to score a touchdown this week. He's going to score his first ever pro touchdown. But I think he can get upwards of 100 yards. He had 71 yards in his debut. I wouldn't be surprised if, if this is the game. Freeman breaks out a little bit and gets 117, 121 yards or something like that against the Raiders team that I think is going to fade in the second half of this game. I agree. I agree with Free- Freeman, Gabe, and I'm going over some like cheap receivers that I really, really like. I, I think Tyler Lockett of Seattle at $4,800. We all know about the Doug Baldwin injury. Him and Russell Wilson ha- have a chemistry. He looked pretty good against Denver. He got you 14.9 fantasy points, so that's one guy for Seattle I'd look at. We already talked about Quincy Inunua, uh with our guest, uh, Adam, there. He was uh, $4,700 against Miami. I think that is an extremely good price for uh, Sam Darnold, a guy that he could really, really look at. You talked about Godwin, and another one uh, that uh, that's on the list is uh, I, I, 
basically, I really like where you're going with Godwin, and uh, maybe even a shot with uh, Kenny Galladay, too, at $4,800 if Detroit's going to do something. But I really like Lockett and Anunwa, and I know you're a big fan of Godwin, too. Still not so. Like, I'm looking at those guys in that price range from, like, $4,600 to 5000 bucks, and those are some guys that I really, really, really like. Uh, I don't know you, what do you think. Randall Cobb had a, gr- uh, a great uh, game, 32.2 fantasy points going up against Minnesota. I think I'm going to pass that week. Oh, There's yeah, some I big name like, guys I'm, I'm not going that, that I'm going to. I don't want that. Sammy Watkins, pass. Amendola, I'm going to pass. He's more just dinking and dunking with Tannehill there. Your Here's boy another, Benjamin, it, no, but yeah, a dude. That's what yeah, I was going to say. Some other guys. Calvin Benjamin, absolutely disgraceful in the first game of the year. Disgraceful. He was, Two fantasy points. He was targeted, fantasy he was targeted seven times. He, he caught one ball. Yeah, that's that's unacceptable. Yep. He basically quit. He tapped out. No one's going to own this guy. No one's going to own Calvin Benjamin. I might take. I might. I might just roll the dice. Benjamin and Josh Allen, and you know, Benjamin has to play better. He's in a contract year. It was an embarrassment. He. I know he got called out by the Bills behind the scenes. Basically, they said, "I don't know what the hell you're doing out there." So. I think he's going to show up in this game. And quite frankly, we talked about it, Cam. That Chargers defense was supposed to be pretty damn good this year, but they got lit up last week. You mentioned all the injuries that they have. The injuries keep mounting. Now Bosa's going to be out again. You know, you got to it's, – it's contrarian. I'm not saying that this is my best lineup or anything like that. We talked about it. I, got, I like Jarvis Landry and Gordon and Michael Thomas and, and, and Antonio Brown and, and the Steelers and the Chiefs players. But from a contrarian standpoint, you take Josh Allen – and you hope that he throws a touchdown pass to Calvin Benjamin. And i got to tell you, nobody's going to have that those points. You're going to climb. You're going to shoot up the ladder. It's actually very, it's very possible. But I, I don't know if you want to take both of those guys. But I do like Josh Allen more than Benjamin for the fact that I think he gave. You don't even have to worry about the connection. Because I believe that he's going to be in a situation where the Bills are going to be in the red zone. He's not going to find a receiver. And he's just going to go, what, what can I do? I can burn it, man. And he is going to take off get that one block and boom, and pull a Tyrod Taylor and get that rushing touchdown and just absolutely make your team a monster because at that fantasy price, you talk about five, six times value for a player. This guy gets a rushing touchdown on top, on top of the yardage and, and what, under 1% of the population own him? That could be the sneakiest play. I'm not sure if you want to put both of them in because I'm not sure about Benjamin, but the Allen, the Allen well, play, I like more and more and more the more I think about it. He does got to throw to somebody, He'll, but he has, other, he has other options. Is he going to be the go-to guy? Or is he going to spread it around? Who's he, who's he got the most chemistry with? Will you see when you're watching the Bills preseason games, or or, or any receivers? Who who's the guy? Like who's the guy? You know, like uh, is it going to be Benjamin? Eh, I don't know. Like to be Benjamin honest, pisses me off. I'm like you. I'm like you. That's that's with, with the skill set that he has to to put in that kind he's of production. Very 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 sad. Well, you want a he's real underachiever. You want that's a real point. You want a real cheap uh, player, and you can roll the dice. I know he's got a little bit of chemistry uh, with with Al. It's hard to ask you what chemistry. Yeah, his chemistry. We've never played a game. But uh, Andre Holmes yep. is only $3,200. That's really cheap. That's really, really cheap. What do you think about Cooper Cup for the Rams going up against Arizona at 5500 bucks? Cooper Cup is always underpriced. Hey. Yeah, $5,500 for Cooper Cup. is uh, That's somebody ridiculous. Just, somebody just uh, pointed out Ryan Grant to me. He actually looked pretty good in week one, yeah. actually. He, could stay, he did. He, yeah, did. He, he could step up. and I think there'll be some points in this, in this Redskin game. Um I'm starting to like the Colts plus the six. It's funny. I was on the Bengals last so, week, and I almost think I could be successful by betting against every team I took last week almost, you know, except maybe Carolina. Yep. But 
I really do think there's going to be a reversal this weekend. Very few teams will end up going 2-0. and Teams just don't win back-to-back in nope. the NFL very often. Only the no, elite, they don't. Only the elite and we teams. Ta- after, after your wicked exchange with uh, Gamblu, when he went through the games that he was looking at, it was all the games that we talked about with inflated lines. Who did he mention? Carolina, Buffalo, Indianapolis. All those games. Where he said the Febreze special. Go, you know what? Ugh, ugh, we got to go in there. I know it's going to reek. Plug your nose, but you know what? At the end of the day, the Febreze cuts the odor, and I think we're going to have a plus day. See, there's a lot of those teams. I think they're inflated numbers there, and I'm reading your mail. I agree. It's the college model, man. You're not the same team you were the first week to the second week. Look at how teams looked awful and then good. Just find it and find the rhythm, and we'll make some money. Yeah, the Indianapolis Colts, uh, courtesy of Mark Lawrence's uh, database, are 23-5 and straight up, 22-6 and against the spread with Andrew Luck in games when they're coming off a loss, including 9-2 and two straight up, and 10-1 and one against the spread when listed as an underdog. Lineup Lock Live, Game Time Decisions, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals tomorrow night. We'll break Bengals. that uh, game down for uh, betting purposes. And Fantasy DFS tomorrow, of course. We'll take a look at the numbers and give you some best bets. Lineup Lock Live continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions, lineup lock live. <laughs> Was Blondie in your uh, in your music selection game? Yeah, we don't mind Blondie. Blondie's all right. Yeah, I, yeah, Blondie's pretty cool. She's pre- pretty sexy. I prefer the song "The Tide Is High," but uh, it's, it's not bad. Oh yeah, I like uh, that's a nice one too. The tide is high. Very, very nice. Very yeah, it's heart of glass. That glass from the past. That's that song's called yeah, heart of glass. glass. That's uh, yeah, I know, I know that one. Yeah, dedicated to uh, the um, the reporter in Pittsburgh that Antonio Brown wants to bust his uh, bust his jaw. <laughs> Going to find out whether he's got a glass glass jaw, not uh, hard chin, hard chin, 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 chin of chin, chin of glass. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. What, Antonio, about, what Antonio, about that big boxing fight, uh, dude? Isn't the big boxing fight on uh, the rematch? Yeah, yeah coming tri- up. Triple G's going to win. He's yeah. Minus, yeah, minus I, I always cheer for. I know he's gonna win. I, I like Canelo because he's a ginger. But uh, anyway, I can't just bet bet on that because uh, Triple G should have won the first fight. He got robbed. So I I agree. He 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 dictated the pace. He he landed more. He should get it done. So you you a Sam Darnold fan now too then? Of course, Gabe. We have to stick together. I told you it's just one of those things. It's like, you know, uh, like in England they have kick a ginger day. Uh, we have to stick up for each other. You know, we're all we're all family here. So I I I, I wish him the best. Go Jets. What, in England, like what? Like people that like, don't really actually kick people with red hair. 
Yeah, they do. They do. They have a they have a day. It's a day like any other day, like uh, Valentine's Day, or you know how uh, we have every stupid day. You have like chicken wing day or pizza day. They they have kick a ginger day where they go on like just sounds made up like the, the crap Simpsons, out of people with red hair, like the Simpsons whacking day. Yeah, what well, like well, whacking day? No, no whacking day. No, no. Well, no, kick a ginger day is very real, Gabe. Very real. You could look it up. Tell somebody there to look it up. It's uh, very true and very real and kick a very savage. Day. Yep. You put it in the computer, you'll see. I'm gonna do. I'll do it myself right now. I'm learning how to run this machine here. Kick a ginger day. Let's see, ginger day. It's in England. Trust me. It's 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 the real day. deal. Yeah, it's like well, yeah, kick a ginger day. There it is. Kickagingerday.com. Uh, what is national? Uh, let me see here. Kick a ginger day scares redheads. There it is. Vancouver News. It's even in Canada now. A nationwide event that encourages students to harass kids based on the color of their red hair is wow. gaining serious attention from anti-bullying groups and association. Facebook event, National Kick a Ginger Day, has sparked almost 7,400 members across Canada. This is just a Canadian story. Rational opinions in support or against the social networking. See, here, here. You, buddy. Red, red hair children up. have been left beaten and bleeding after attacks at Melrose yep. Veterans Memorial Middle School in England. Correct. It's very real, and it's a problem. Now, why do you think I stand up for these guys? I cheer for Canelo. I cheer for Sam Darnold. We've got to stick together, buddy. We're, we're, we are family. Yeah, I never knew this was real. Even your, 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 your half-brother's got red hair, doesn't he? Doesn't your brother have, doesn't he have red hair? He's got nice red hair. No, he's See, he's, he's part of a family now, too. He's blonde. So is he blonde? I thought he had a little red in there. I thought it was a little yeah, red. Yeah, it's bizarre because, yeah, you know, he's, yeah, he's got blondish hair. He's got a little... He, yeah, I thought it was ready a bit, but blondie red. But anyway, he 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 could be part of the gang too. I'll tell you, no, it's it, this is serious stuff. I, I like I, I know when you throw it out there, people are like, oh, that's, that's stupid. Like, there's no way it's actually true. Like where they go around and like beat up people there. So uh, yeah, the kick a ginger the day website uh, stresses the whole event's just a joke, and no one should actually be kicking anybody. But they do. People get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. People have chosen November twentieth as the official date. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, November twentieth. That's right, November twentieth. Got to remember that day. <laughs> you got to keep my keep my keep my head on a swivel. You keep your head November twentieth. <laughs> I got to keep my head up on November twentieth, Gabe. I don't know. It sounds like uh, the gingers should unite and have uh, ginger punch uh, everyone else day. Yeah, punch punch strangers day. Exactly. I, I'm with you, Brad. See, I, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> that's a good one. And is the oh, episode boy. so South Park? Wow. So oh, they did an episode on South, South Park, Park too? Yeah. Wow. Kick a Ginger Day is believed to have been inspired by an episode of South Park. Uh, the episode of South Park, <laughs> Ginger Kids, first aired in uh, November 2005 and was uh, intended to satirize racial discrimination. In the episode, Cartman, the program's most bigoted character, makes a presentation targeting people with red hair and pale skin and freckles. This leads to the majority of the town discriminating against people with ginger hair, highlighting how easy it is to persuade people to hate another section of society with no justifiable argument. Cartman's friends dye his hair ginger while he is asleep. After suffering hateful treatment from the rest of his town, he decides to rally the redheads and fight those who are not ginger. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's amazing. Eventually, Cartman Over realizes. Show. Wow. Eventually, Cartman realizes the errors of his ways, and the town decides to overlook their differences and live in peace. Well, that's nice. They actually have a, a moral to the story. It's unbelievable. <laughs> 
Ooh, I just uh, come. I had to change a couple guys in my baseball lineup there, Marenzi. What else is new? A okay, yeah. So then let's right? get let's so, get to your lineups. Yeah, you got golf and baseball. Bring it on. Yeah, so you don't we're have to make go a baseball, baseball lineup. lineup. I'll let you off the hook. You don't have to do baseball lineups anymore. Football season starts. Oh, anymore? Oh, so oh. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I didn't know, but I'll, I'll give you one final one, Gabe, uh, just for old time's sake, buddy. We're going to go with Severino of the Yankees, my pitcher. He's 9400 bucks tonight. I actually really like the situation. Going into Minnesota, we talk about the strikeout, but that, that's the key right now. I know he's had two earned runs, two earned runs, three, and uh, one bad start against Oakland and five, but take a look at the strikeouts, 8-8-10-3. So this is where he's getting done things done. He is getting major, major Ks, and look at the last three out of four, 24, 25, and 22 and a half drafting points. So Severino's the pitcher, Gabe. I know you used this guy earlier on the year. Felix Pena of the Angels has been great. Very cheap at $7,300, too. 16.8, 23.5. Also, his K numbers are going up. He had 12 Ks against the Arizona D-backs on fire. Last game, six against the White Sox at a very cheap price. He's $7,300. Now we're going to go with Danny Jansen. We can always get value at the catcher position. It's a tough matchup against David Price, but Jansen's been good for the Jays. He's been one of the call-ups to actually do well. 7-6. Hey, well, you're not going to get tons of points from your catcher at that price, but he's actually been doing really well and hits in three straight games. He's getting things done and being effective. Carlos Santana's a monster. He is my catcher t- tonight for the Philadelphia Phillies. I know it's a tough pitching matchup, but I love what he's doing. 16 drafting points against the Mets. 8-24-31. Like Carlos Santana's one of these guys you got to absolutely love, and he's $4,400, which I think is a great price. We have to have ex- some exposure to the Rockies at Coors, and we're going to go with DJ LeMayhew. He's going to get things done at second base right now, Gabe. Take a look at the three of the last four. 19 points. This guy's getting it done. Three hits in the last game. Two hits, doubles, hit a triple thrown in there. Three RBIs in his last three. I really like LeMahieu. He's a hot player. Moose, the Moose, Mike Moustakas, $4,100 at third base going for Milwaukee against Chicago. I love Moustakas, and I'll tell you, Milwaukee-Chicago games have been very, very entertaining. He's coming off a 14-point draft king night where he went two for three with two runs, two hits, and a double, including a walk with no strikeouts. His strikeouts are down, too, so none of those negative nights. Addison Russell at shortstop. I had a, I had Hechevarria there, but he got scratched, so I went with Russell of the Cubs. You know what, Gabe? i got to be honest with you. This guy hasn't been really doing too much, but for that price at $3,100, I had to put somebody in the lineup, hopefully get a couple hits and avoid some strikeouts. Now we're going to go with Garcia of the White Sox at the outfield. Very, very underrated player for Chicago. He's been doing good things, too, on the diamond. 23 drafting points against the Angels, too, with a home run and a ribby. He's got hits. Look at this. All this guy does, and it hits two hits, three hits, four. Like, he has been knocking the socks off the ball right now, and he's getting things done. At $4,300, he's a steal. One of Gabe and my favorite players all season long has been Whit Merrifield to Kansas City at $4,700. Probably one of the more underrated reality and fantasy players. Gabe, he's got 36 drafting points in his last two games with a home run, two ribbies, four hits, three runs. Like, this guy has been absolutely stellar for the Royals all year, hitting 303 in that bad team. Whit Merrifield gets on base and gets things done, and A.J. Pollock rounds out the outfield position. I think we can get some runs at Coors, and he's been absolutely stellar. 20 points in his last games, 10 before that, 11. Double digits all over the board right now, 
unbelievable stuff, hitting and getting on base and stealing a bag as well. So A.J. Pollock rounds off the team. We got Severino. We got Pena, Jansen, Carlos Santana, D.J. LeMahieu, the Moose, Mike Moustakas, Addison Russell, Garcia of the White Sox, Whit Merrifield, who we love, and A.J. Pollock of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Round out my team, Marenzi. This will be my last baseball team. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, well, tomorrow. You're right, because putting, putting baseball together takes a long time. Yeah, tomorrow um, Tomorrow we have Thursday night football, so tomorrow we'll put together. Oh, we'll do a showdown. Lineups. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll yeah, do yeah, a showdown. Exactly. So we'll yeah. put together showdown lineups. And then, and then Friday it's all uh, all football, 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 right? So, listen, I'm not saying I'm never going to play fantasy baseball DFS again, but people want to hear no, football but there's talk. other things going on. But you've got a golf lineup for us. And you know what? This is this is good because the Ryder Cup is only next week. So people want to play some DFS. They have to uh, KLM, KLM, great airline uh, from uh, from Holland, or as Michelle Serpico would say, Dutchland. Um, yeah, Dutchland. <laughs> she calls it Dutchland. Well, she, we had a bit today where like we asked her like uh, where if you're Dutch where are you from and it turned into like a 15 minute type thing the best was her answer we said if you're Dutch where are you from she said Belgium <laughs> and I said well that's like saying I'm from Mexico so I'm from Spain right or exactly. like you know it just doesn't make sense like they're two different countries but but anyways but uh, but anyways yeah so what do you well, yeah KLM's a great airline what do you got for us Kim yeah, I got I got you some KLM game, but I didn't go with Lee Westwood. He's the most expensive player at eleven thousand seven hundred. Eddie Pepperell's eleven five. But we're gonna start off the team. You know, I got Hoatong Lee, one of your favorite players. He's been good to you before. Eighty nine hundred dollars one year this year. Two top tens. T sixteen at the U.S. Open. Nineteenth at the Italian Open. He's eighty nine hundred dollars. One of the more underrated players, Andrea Pavan. You might have not heard of him, but on the European tour, this guy is a top ten player. In three of his last four events, listen to this one, Marenzi, a win top six, a t- tie for six, a win and a T14. Also, four top tens this year, and he averages 66.7 points per tournament. He's $9,000. Put him in your lineup. An underrated Brit, we're going to go with Ross Fisher at $8,400. Hey, he was T17 in America at the Bridgestone, made 16 of 22 cuts, also has four top tens this year. Uh, one of the underrated guys from Britain you don't hear about, Ross Fisher's really good at that price. A guy trending upward, Maximilian Kiefer of, of Germany, last four events we talked about. He's had a third, a 29th in there. He's playing a lot better. Top 10s all over the board. He's starting to come around. Max Kiefer, $8,300. Hadian Porteous, $7,700. A lot of people don't know these guys because they play strictly in Europe. He was T16th last week. Also tied for sixth at the Nordia Masters, which is a very good tournament. This guy's been really racking up money and a very, very cheap player at $7,700. And Darren Ficard, Gabe, 14 of 19 cuts, four top, uh, four top tens. This guy has 33 birdies in his last two events, too, which we need on DraftKings. You want eagles and birdies. And another great performance where he finished eighth last week at the European Masters with some of the best golfers in Europe. So we're going with Darren Ficard, Hadian Porteous, Maximilian Kiefer. Nice handles on these guys. Ross Fisher, Andrea Pavan, and Hoa Tong Lee from China round out 
my golf team, Marenzi. Yeah, if you don't let, hey, guys, this is your last opportunity. We have the Tour Championship where there's only 30 guys. I know there'll be some guys on DraftKings, and other than that, the Ryder Cup. And uh, then we say bye-bye to golf for a while till this silly season. But as Marenzi mentioned, it's football season. Eddie Pepperell is favored at 16-1. to I love Eddie Pepperell. I love Eddie Pepperell. Yeah. I, 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 Eddie Pepperell's a favorite in the tournament. For him to be a favorite. Oh, Eddie Pepperell. Eddie Pepperell is actually a great young uh, uh, British player, Gabe. Uh, he's finished a, a lot of tournaments overseas over our way, like a top 20. You'll be hearing about him more. He's a young up-and-comer, but he plays most of his time on the European Tour. He only comes to uh, America for the majors, but uh, a guy trending in the right direction. Yeah, him and Lee Westwood are probably the co-favorites at about 16 or 17 to 1. Also, guys to look out for, Chris Wood, Ryan Fox, Andy Sullivan, and our old buddy, smoke him if you got him, Kira Dash, half a barn rat. You know what? I, you know, I've taken Chris Wood before, as you know, in DFS. I'm taking a look at my boy, Mike Lorenzo Vera. Vera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Smooth and se- They call him Smooth Sexy on the European Tour. He's got that porno stash. Oh, yeah, you got to love Lorenzo Vera. Gabe, take a look Maybe at that Paulina hook can hook up with him. <laughs> Screw you, DJ. Hey, Dustin, don't worry about it. Yeah, I know. What the name Lorenzo Vera is his name? You got all the names here. Mike Lorenzo Vera, Eric Van Royen. Like, they're all here. I know. They got Ross Fisher, <laughs> Matthew Southgate. I know. I got Nacho Elvira. That might be oh, yeah, Nacho Elvira. Nacho, Nacho Elvira. How cool is that? Yeah, na- yeah Nacho Elvira is from Spain. Very like, Nacho, Nacho Elvira guy. sounds like, like uh, it would be one of these names, like of a brother that's like a safety on like Florida International. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's some kid, Nacho Elvira. He plays, like, on Florida International or Florida Atlantic football team. Like, these are some yeah, great names. Nacho great, cheese. There's some great names in this tournament. There really is. Eddie Pepperell. You said it. Yep. How Tong Lee. <laughs> Fabrizio Zanotti. My favorite, though, has to be Nacho Elvira. Well, who about oh, yeah, this Nacho guy? Nacho Elvira is good. Who's this guy? You know this guy? Pachara Kong, Kong Watmai. Patra Kong, Kong Matwai, 66 to 1. Pashera Kong. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this guy. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about now. You're talking about, uh, yeah, the, his last name is Kong Wat. Yeah, Kong Watmai. Uh, K H O N G W A T. Yeah, who, he's from Thailand. Remember I told you about that girl on the uh, on the LPG tour? Nareda Vera Patpong Porn. Her name was Vera, Vera Pat Pong Porn. It's like 17 letters. I'll tell you this. How about this guy's names, name? Gabe, can't. You can't put him on a hockey jersey. They're I can't tough. say this They're guy. Long. Christian Beerzenatut or something like that. I don't know. He's like 110 to 1. Never heard of this yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. This guy. <laughs> yeah. Bazudenhut. <laughs> Gonzalo Fernandez Costanzo. Oh, yeah. Costanzo. Oh, he's a... St- yeah, he's a stud. He's Kim, a stud. Look at that guy. Take a look at that mugshot. Kim Koivu. That's nice and simple. Finish, I'm assuming. Yep, Koivu. Yep, Nico Olinen. Yep, that's another Finn there. You're right, though. Here's this my boy, Angel uh, Cabrera. Way down there, Cam, in the odds. Eh? Cabrera is, like, way down there. <laughs> I told you, my buddies had a pro-am with Angel Cabrera. The guy quit. Like, he was playing so bad, he apologized <laughs> to my buddies. Like, I just don't got it anymore, friend. He shot, like, an 82 and walked off. Like, he was embarrassed. Like, my buddy was, like, in a pro-am with him. He, he was, like, a sh- he was shittier than the, than the amateurs. Like, that guy's a major winner, too. Like, that just tells you about golf, game. You can lose it real quick. Like, you know what I mean? It's just one of those sports where, like, once you lose it, uh, you can have big problems in the future. Speaking, yeah, speaking really of struggling. losing it, my baseball pick sucked last night, 
so I'm not giving any baseball tonight. No picks for me. Hard to believe, but, hey, we're taking a day off from gambling uh, for the day. We'll do enough gambling over the next uh, few days. Football's back tomorrow. Who are you taking tonight, Cam? Yeah, I'm only doing little stuff too, Gabe. I'm baseball very. I'm just dipping my toe in the water. I'll take the Yankees at minus one and a half uh, against Minnesota tonight. I'm going to take the White Sox at minus a buck twenty, and uh, I'm going to take uh, Miami game two of the doubleheader as a pooch against Vargas at plus one forty-five. That's it. It's great to have Cam Stewart uh, back in the mix. Scout Radio Thanks, comes up next uh, tomorrow. We'll probably be joining you from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands Racetrack. Either way, we'll have a ton of winners for you. Other than that, you're on your own. May the winners be yours, guys, later.